0: hello and welcome back to overbooked a podcast for stories i am your host caroline hansen this week's episode is a bit different instead of going over a book i will be talking about how i fell in love with reading and tips to help you do so as well next week's episode is on wrong place wrong time by jillian McAllister. And this book has been on my TBR for quite some time, so I am very excited to cover this book for all of you. While on vacation this week, I have read a few books that I want to tell you all about. The first one being The Only One Left by Riley Sager, which I rated a stunning 9.5 out of 10. I also read You Shouldn't Have Come Here by Geneva Rose. And after reading her last book, The Perfect Marriage, I honestly expected more, so I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Don't get me wrong, it was pretty good, Um, but just compared to her other book, not so much. There was also some cheesy lines that my friend Stephanie prepared me for, like the main guy saying joshing instead of like kidding, and that her eyes weren't just blue, they were blue blue. And he kept saying that like the whole entire book and it was so weird. Anyways, it was good, but the perfect marriage is definitely much better. And with that, let's just get into the topic for today. I did not read for fun as a kid, besides like Goosebumps and Junie B. Jones. My mom wanted me to be a reader though, so one day she told me that she would pay me. That's right, pay me $10 for every Harry Potter book I read. I like loved spending money and not saving even a single penny as a kid, so I jumped on this right away. Four days later, I was on the fourth book and she realized she no longer needed to pay me. At that point, she was actually trying to get me to stop reading and go outside and play like a normal kid. I was a monster of her own making. So Harry Potter pretty much became my identity for like the next 10 years, which is like so embarrassing, but the truth. 7th grade rolled around and we had to read The Devil's Arithmetic, which I think ironically is banned now, and that book like really recharged me. A few years prior to that, my mom also made me read Four Perfect Pebbles. So at that point I now knew I also liked historical fiction, but like really like World War II, that kind of stuff, I I was like very intrigued by it, which is a very weird topic to be intrigued by, but I was. In middle school, I read all sorts of, like, YA, like, witch books, and then pretty much the rest of middle school. That's, like, all I read. And, obviously, The Uglies. You can't forget that book series. And I cannot wait to watch Chase Stokes and Joey King in that movie. It's, like, seriously going to be so good. And it's also weird that they're both in that because I used both of them in my casting for last week's episode. So I feel like I was on to something there. All right. Then... The Hunger Games happened. If you were wondering if I had a jacket with a Mockingjay pin on it, then you assume correctly. Once again, truly embarrassing. After Hunger Games, it was Divergent. After Divergent, it was The Fault in Our Stars and pretty much anything John Green. For the next few years, it was an assortment of things. I really didn't know what types of books I liked anymore. Was it fantasy? Probably not. Romance? No, not really. But then I discovered thrillers. The next thing I knew, I was reading at least two of them a week. I always knew I liked murder mysteries, but I didn't know it was like a whole genre, even outside of reading, like with anything. At that point, I was consuming books, TV shows, and then eventually podcasts as well, like anything I could get my hands on, honestly. My mom is very similar, so luckily she had many recommendations for me. It only took me about 15 years, but I finally found my book type. So if you are in this same boat, start thinking about your all-time favorite movies, shows, and podcasts. I guarantee you will find a common theme. When I find an author I like, I will look up authors similar to them, and all the recommendations on that book's Amazon page as well, I have found so many of my favorite books that way. That's actually how I found Karen McManus and Riley Sager, and now I have read every single one of the books they've written. It's also how I found out that I cannot read anything Lisa Jewell or Jillian Flynn. Dark thrillers are not for me. I'm more of a like Who It kind of girl. I also really enjoy reading books that have been turned into movies or TV shows. I like cannot wait to finish the book and then see it come to life on screen. Looking for Alaska by John Green is probably the best TV show adaptation of a book ever, especially the like Spotify playlist for that show. It's so freaking good. Anyways, it uh, ripped my heart out just as badly as the book. The worst adaptation is probably one of us is lying by karen mcmanus they did not stick to the book really that much at all and she isn't even involved in season two like they don't have to follow the second book at all which is so lame the third book actually came out yesterday i believe i'm about 20 percent of the way through and so far it's just okay but i don't know i have to like stick it through and see what happens with these characters i just need to know The Bayview 4 is like now the Bayview 9, and it's just like a lot to keep track of, and that's why I'm disappointed in case anyone's actually wondering. I would love to hear how you all fell in love with reading, even if you were just getting started. Comment on my post for this week's episode at Podcast and let me know what your Spark books were. I mean, mine were really weird, so I genuinely have no room to judge anyone, so let me know what they were. Thank you for listening this week and I will catch you all next Thursday.